He had a heart attack and fell out. Yeah. Amazing. And he broke. Uh, how old was he? Uh, either 49 or 50. Wow. Yeah. Young. Amazing. Are we ready yet? Oh, just about. Just started streaming. Just fixing the You know who Joel is? Yeah. Who is he? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you ever met him? You seen him? <laughs> oh, so did you recognize him up here? Uh, he's black. Joe, how was your event yesterday? It was good. Successful. Yeah. What was it? It was a summer camp. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. He put on a summer camp. First time you did it on your own, right? First time, yeah. And it turned out well? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get your questions and comments ready, and uh, I will get to them. Go to the chat line, our chat line, rebuildthedemand.com, I think, something like that. And good morning to all of y'all. Hi, y'all. It's an amazing day today. It's hot. Happy White History Month, by the way. How many people celebrated White History? Right on. See there? How many are not celebrating it? White people are afraid to celebrate white history. Isn't that amazing? So I want, we are fellowshipping. This is not like, I'm not preaching to you. We're coming to edify one another, uh, correct each other when we're wrong. Uh, so you're not, if you're here to be preached at, then it's not going to happen. Andre, can I tell the good news about your wife being pregnant? Sure. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Andre's wife is having a baby. You know, more white babies. Uh, how many months she pregnant? Hold on for the mic. There. Two. Two months. Two months. Uh, congratulations, Two months. man. Thank you. It's about time. Second man. one. I'm sorry. Second one. How old is your daughter? Uh, she's three, turning four. Oh, uh, you waited a long time. Yeah. You supposed to have babies back to back for yeah, ten years. I regret that now. Oh, you, you yeah. regret late waiting? Yeah. Yeah. When as soon as she had that one, get busy. <laughs> My parents had babies back to back. They had uh, nine kids. And then I have an aunt who had like 15 or so. She and her husband. You don't supposed to stop having babies until God says it. Just FYI. <laughs> so anyway, what I want to talk about, I want you to be aware. I want you to be conscious of all things, all right? You got to be aware because what I find is a lot of people are accepting stuff or things because they are not aware that they're being brainwashed. For example, I happen to flip through the TV just to see what's on the different shows. It's amazing what they do on TV now. It's mind-blowing what they do on TV. All the sex out of wetlock, uh, uh, abortion stuff, um, they now have men and women on TV who are so supposed to be couples. 
And they are acting as though it's real. And they are kissing and just like normal folks now. Uh, all kinds of things on TV. They are lying to you about a whole bunch of stuff. But if you're not aware, if you get all into the TV thing, you'll find yourself agreeing with it, not knowing that you are agreeing with it. Really, you can be brainwashed in that fallen state. You could, <clears throat> you could be brainwashed and don't know that you're being brainwashed. You really can. Because if we, if the, the people were not brainwashed, there is no way that all this stuff would be on TV. I mean, they have these reality shows that are just awful. It's awful what they do and say and how they act. And, but there's also, on TV now, is the image of the world. Everything that's happened in real life in that fallen state is on TV now. And whereas before, it, wouldn't glo- it wasn't glorified like that. So you could really, they show it so much. How many people see so-called same-sex couple now and don't think too much about it? You just kind of see it, and it doesn't mess with your spirit anymore. Anybody? You just see it, and you know it's kind of wrong, but it's not that bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before, you would go, oh, that's gross. Right? But now when you see it, you can tell it's a little wrong, but it ain't that bad. They love one another. You're accepting it and don't realize it. You really are accepting it. So you got to be aware of it. Always have a space between everything. Even with me up here talking, have a space there so you can see where I'm coming from. Don't just believe it because I said it. Because one of the problems with the world, they believe it because the preacher said it or because the expert said it. And once you believe something, that's it. Really. For example, um, all men are rapists, pedophiles, uh, whatever, right? Most people have believed into that. And so if you do anything that look like that, Immediately you have a reaction to it because you, you're trying not to think, that oh, this is not real, right? But you, you, it's hard not to believe it. And I notice a lot of women, they use that stuff when they want to take the man's children away from him. If everything else fails, they say, oh, he molested my child. And once you say it, you cannot convince anybody that they're wrong once you believe it. But what it is, you're being brainwashed and don't know it. So you got to watch it. Another example is of this brainwashing is that all white people are guilty. They are all racist, no matter what. And they can't prove that they are not racist. For example, and I don't care how you vote. I'm not telling you to vote or who to vote for. I'm using this as an example. The president said of the, uh, the four thugs in Congress, they ought to go back to where you came from. If you're not happy in America, if you don't like the country, instead of putting the country down, go back to where you came from. All right? And immediately, they start accusing him of being a racist. And, and then the, the traders start pushing this fact, oh, he's talking about women of color. He never said the color. Never once said color, or I don't even remember him saying women. He may have said these women. I don't remember that part. 
but he never said the color. But the children of the lie go on TV and they say he wanted the women of color to go back. He never said that. He said, if you don't like the country, you're complaining about the country, you hate the country so much, go back to where you came from, fix up your neighborhood, then come back and tell us how to do it. But the children of the lie have convinced the children of the truth, some of the children, that the president said color. He's a racist. And they was like, oh, yeah, I didn't like what he said. He shouldn't have said it. Why shouldn't he have said it? He said what most people are thinking. He just said it out loud. But the only reason that some of you believe it, because, oh, because he's white. And then right after that, at the rally in North Carolina somewhere, the, the white people started chanting, send her back. Send her back, right? They didn't say send the Mexican back or the uh, wherever she, Somalian back. They didn't say send the black woman back. They said send her back. You know what I'm saying? And but right away they're using that as racism because white people have been all deemed as a racist. Even those who say they love the white, they don't hate the whites. The first thing if a white person if they're married to one, and the first time that white person says or does something that you don't like, the first thing come out of your mouth, you're a racist. You cannot believe that that person is just a regular person in a fallen state or not, like you are. We got to wake up to this. We're being brainwashed. He never said color. Never said color. Whether you voted for him or not, you got to wake up to what's happening to you. Because these people are brainwashing your children, dumbing down, and demoralizing. The best way to control a person is to demoralize them, brainwash them, make them, cause them to hate. Once they can cause you to hate, they got you. How do you say there are mothers who are able to convince their children that their father don't love them? The mother made the kids angry first. Your father is no good. Your father's an alcoholic. What does a kid care about daddy being an alcoholic? You know what I'm saying? And the moment they can brainwash you, now you cross over to their side, they got you. And then you grow up becoming adults hating your father for no reason. Why do you hate your father? Uh, oh, I don't know. He was an alcoholic. What did that have to do with you? Oh, nothing. He beat my mama. And? <laughs> he beat mama. Mama beat him. Adults fight one another when they get together. I don't care what color you are. But the moment you believe into that, she got you. And you can't see that your father loves you. And so that's how white people are being treated today. And it's, happen- it's happening all over. White people can't chat, send her back. If it had been the other way around, let's say that um, uh, a white person came from, a black person came from South Africa, Mommy Africa, right? And that black person became president. And that black person, and then there were some uh, white people doing the same thing those four women are doing, saying the same words. And the black president got up and said, if you don't like America, if you're that unhappy with us, go back to where you came from. You don't have to be here. Go back. It would have been, there would have been nothing said about it. Because a black person said about a white person, no big deal. 
And then another thing I noticed, they inc- the people of the lie include everybody now. They say black and brown. They just roll off the tongue. Mexicans don't care about no blacks. <laughs> they act like the Mexicans like the blacks. The Mexicans scared of the blacks too. Black and brown. They try to draw you in. And if you believe it, all of a sudden you hating the whites and everybody else. Isn't that amazing? Am I wrong about this? Anybody want to correct me? I could be wrong. It's up that line. <laughs> Another thing, you can't talk about women. That's why they say women of color. That's brainwashing. Now if you mention women, all of a sudden you're a woman hater. And you're being brainwashed about the women's thing because you're not aware of what is happening to you. God wants us to be aware. God is about consciousness. He is about consciousness so that the devil don't suck you in. Because if you're not aware, you can be brainwashed and don't know it. They should have all this crap on TV. Ain't nothing but crap on TV. It's like everything has switched around. And if evil is promoted as good. Isn't that amazing? Y'all need to wake up. (laughs) And don't get so excited about anyone. For example, actors and actresses and entertainers. They are just regular folks. They are no different than you. The only thing is they act on TV. So you can see them acting on TV, right? But they're still regular Folks, they have the same problem you have. You can enjoy the entertainment without getting into the person. Don't make the person your God. You, you're worshiping these people. They are, just, they are rotten people. They are rotten on TV like we are rotten off TV. It's the same rot. They are no different than you. But the TV make them look like they're important. They are not. They are unhappy, miserable, in and out of relationships. Out of wetlock bird promoting everything that's wrong. They are no different just because they're on TV or in a movie, a dumb movie somewhere. Rappers, preachers, just because someone speaks well, that don't mean you got to get into them. Hear what they have to say, let it go in one ear and out the other. And appreciate it if it's good, the right information, but move on. Don't, don't become like the person. You got to be you. You operate better being you. You don't operate being someone else. You ain't your daddy. You ain't your mama. You ain't the actor or the preacher or the teacher or 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 the sister in the alley. <laughs> you you. You want to be you. Really. You really just want to be you. You operate better as you. You don't operate becoming you know, traumatized by your parents and now you're acting like them. Repeating the same thing over. That's why God said we must, and then I'll take some hands. God said we must be born again because he wants us to overcome the trauma of being like someone else and be come back to being yourself before you were traumatized as a kid. You weren't your parents at first. We are not our parents. They were supposed to live perfectly so we could just see the right way to go, but maintain our own identity. We were never supposed to become like them. Because if you notice, when you become like your parents, you end up doing the same thing. You end up marrying the wrong people. Or you end up having children out of wedlock. Or you end up hating. You end up the same in divorce. Because you're living someone else's life and not yourself. You're not yourself. You can be you. 
really. So just be aware. Just kind of don't be so into it. Put the pot down while you're watching TV. Some <laughs> people smoke pot. Oh, that's a nice movie. Oh, look at her. It's not that nice. It's just a movie. All right? And don't worship entertainers. They're just regular folks. Because you worship them, you pay them a lot of money to brainwash you. Really. Don't worship people. Only worship God. Only love him with your heart, so it might. All right? Let me do this. Did you have your hand? Yes. Uh, right here. Uh, Is this your first time here? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Is it on? Yes. All right. Uh, so to the whole racist thing, yeah. um, I'm from uh, originally from the UK, Germany, basically Europe. and uh, White people can say, go back home. That doesn't make them a racist. Right. Go back home. I put so many people out of my house. Am I a racist? Right. So the, the way you I run up my telephone bill, I don't <laughs> care if you're my mama. You gotta go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. So the whole racist thing was uh, more seen as a joke in Europe. So when I came over here, I didn't actually believe that it existed that right. people would actually respond to it. But I actually lost my job because someone called me racist, and I would I was thinking, you call me a racist? Your your work colleague? Right? I'll see about that. So. Because I'm a fight, I went straight to HR. Wrong, wrong move, and I got let go. Get a lawyer. No, I got paid off real well. Oh, good. <laughs> That's right. But it's true, though. And he's a black kid, right? So he's, he's, he's like millennial, millennial age. So I could see his mindset, especially when I confronted him to me, why you call me racist yeah. in the meeting. And he said, well, you know, you're saying, because I was drawing a black gunslinger on an illustration fantasy character, and I was using my work colleague as a kind of like an homage, like inspiration. And in the meeting when we review it, I said, it looks like Evan right now. Like, you know, and, he, and he just immediately said, you're a racist. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not. Bet you 100% I'm not. So I went to HR. <laughs> I got proven wrong. And then it came to me that, holy shit, America is a bunch of racists. Are you a millennial? Uh, I don't know. I'm a boomer. Like 30, How old are you? 38. How, is he a millennial? Yeah. Oh, no, what are you cursing, church? I can, the reason I know that you're a millennial because millennials just curse. They don't care. In church or anywhere. Something wrong with the other half of millennials. They're very talented, but the other part is empty. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like in the middle. I don't know where I belong. So Do you cool. just hear yourself say the S word? I, I, I Twitch stream and I swear a lot. Uh, I know. Mm. It seems like all you of got banned for a week, and you didn't swear at all. Who you? In I, Twitch TV, you got banned for thirty days. Say what now? On Twitch, the oh your, yeah, your show. Hey, I didn't swear. I know. Maybe I, I do. Sure have. <laughs> I, Maybe I that was missing. Seems kind of odd, but yeah, yeah, I swear a lot, and I'm I'm doing okay. I'm teaching kids how to paint. How to swear? No, how to paint while oh. swearing. So when they don't paint properly, I swear at them, like Gordon Ramsay would. Yeah. Most millennials do. Yeah, they love it. But they don't like hearing the truth. So right. Sorry about that. Amazing. Well, I'm used to it now. Um, the young lady in the back next to Dylan. Rachel, how are things going? In my life? Yeah. Uh, not very no, good. No, outside your life. Oh, no, not <laughs> no, very good. <laughs> I'm sorry? Not very good. Not very good? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? 
I'm just having like a, an issue right now. You have an issue? Mm. Is this your first issue? Uh, my first like big issue, yeah. Uh, and how are you dealing with it? Uh, not very well, just sad. In, in what way? How are you dealing with it bad, badly? I mean, I'm not really dealing with it. I'm just kind of like being sad about it. You being sad about it? Mm-hmm. Why are you being sad about it? Because there's nothing I can do. Well, that's not a reason to be sad about it. It's just like I've I've always been really close with my family, uh-huh. and um, recently, like my family has gone crazy on me. That's nice. <laughs> That's nothing to be sad about. Uh, yeah, I just I don't really know what to do. To be completely honest, I'm sorry. I just like don't know what to do. Do nothing. It. Well, I haven't done anything, and they they, they well. still are crazy. I'm sorry. They're still crazy. Right. They're going to be crazy until they're ready to change. They're not going to change, though. You don't know that. We can never assume that another person would never change. You don't know that at all. Just as we can change, so can they. They may, one day down the road, have so much pain, it will force them to change. You shouldn't make that judgment. Yeah. No wonder you're sad. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I think they're just, like, mentally, like, not stable, so I, I don't really know, like, how to but handle it. But they may it. be, but don't, you know, don't make a judgment about it. Just see that they're crazy, but don't judge them for it. Don't hate them for it, because they may change one day. Well, it's hard not to hate them, though. That's the thing. Cause it's I hard lo- not to what? hate them, because I loved them, and then it's like I got stabbed in the back, so now I don't like them. <laughs> That's going to happen a lot. One thing I want you to know, in life, you're going to go through stuff. It's amazing what we have to deal with. But the secret is, no matter what it is, if your friends turn on you, if your family members turn on you, if your dad and your mama turn on you, don't resent them. you got to love them by not resenting them. If they say bad things about you, untrue things about you, you still cannot resent. You could speak up, but you just can't resent them because they know not what they do. And we all have come from that fallen state. We don't have a right to resent them. We can see that they're crazy. We can see that they're wrong. But you got to know that they cannot help it. And if, once you learn to love all people, it's amazing how well you can handle things because you can see that they can't help it. And you don't judge them. Well, I used to love them unconditionally, like absolute unconditional love. And That's not true. It just... You never loved them. I, I mean, I, I did, though. Like, I had a relationship no, with them. you never loved them. That was fake love. Because once you love, real love, you can never not love. Well, I still do love them. That's the problem. So it's like a and No, it's not a problem. Thing. You have that emotional love. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. That father state love where everybody act like they love one another and as soon as you disagree or as soon as you say something they don't like the love is gone and then if you come back and agree with them now they love you that's not love the love that comes from within it has no um, it's just love it has no if you be this way or that way or if you act a certain way or if you treat me a certain way you cannot hate your fellow man we have perfect love Yeah. you don't have to hang out with them but you cannot hate them. 
Well, I mean, they're trying to take my house from me. Like, that's my security. And literally trying to kick me out and put me on the streets. Right. And so it's hard not to, you know, it's hard to like people who are trying to do that to you. Like, actively trying to hurt you. No, it's not. Not when you have perfect love. When you come out of that fallen state, it's not hard to love your enemy. It's not like what they're doing is wrong, but you still have to love them. Love is not a feeling. You can't taste it, feel it, or touch it. It's a light unto your feet because it's God's nature in you. And and as a matter of fact, it's in those moments you see your relationship with God. Because you think, wow, I should be hating right now. Because Satan will tell you, oh, you need to hate. <laughs> but you can't hate. It's not in you anymore to hate. You speak up, you'll be honest, hate, you'll fight back, but, they but you hate won't hate. Me. That's the thing. I'm sorry? They hate me. So how do I be like, oh, yeah, I love you, even though you're trying to take my house from me? Well, you don't have to say I love you. Just don't hate them. And it's okay that they hate you. They're supposed to hate you. They're in a fallen state. But you're supposed to love them. You should fight back. You know, if you need to get a lawyer, get a good lawyer. But don't hate. Then the situation will work out perfectly for you. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's just hard, but yeah. I hate to kill everything you think. But I don't hate it. It's not hard, folks. When you have perfect love, you are not involved in the situation. It looks like you are, but you're not involved in it. He's working through you to protect you from the enemy that's trying to overtake you. And he will allow you to see God. Will allow you to see how to overcome any situation. He really will. But if you get involved, then you won't see how to deal with it properly. They'll win over you. You got to put up no resistance. I mean, don't be, oh, don't ever be angry about what you have to go through. Don't ever be angry about it. Because when you're angry about it, you're putting up a resistance and your enemy is going to win. You'll find yourself giving in to your enemy again, whether it's your parents or, or the dog in the alley or with the sister in the alley. You ever heard that sister in the alley? That must be a country thing. I think it's a song. I may be wrong. But don't put up a resistance. Because the moment you put up a resistance about you hear bad news, right? Right away, Satan start working your mind with it. Now it feels like it's just horrible. Like your world is falling apart. I can't believe they would say this or do this to me. I can't believe it. And you start tripping out. And then you start taking action and you make the wrong, you take the wrong action. But if you just accept it, don't put up in resistance, don't hate them, you'll find yourself overcoming it. It really will. You cannot fight back. Not like that, by hating. You can fight back in other ways, but not by hating. It's so amazing to live this way. But you got to overcome. You must be born again. You have to return to your father. There will come a day when I will return the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. That means adult children, too. You got to drop the hate. <clears throat> How many of you still hate your mama? I <laughs> See, Rachel, two people over here were honest enough to tell me. You hate your mother, Rachel? Huh? Yeah, I do. Why? Because of what she's done to me in the past, and she still continues to do. Have you done things to people that you still continue to do? You wish you didn't do it? You can't help yourself? Yeah, but I don't do the things that she does. Like, she actively worships not God. But you still do things that you wish you didn't do, right? 
Yeah. And so your mother doing things that she she, she didn't do, but she can't help it. No, she likes to do them. She like gets happy when she but, does. No, it. she does. Inside, yes, she, does. she doesn't. She loves. She may like seeing you overreact to it. She likes to make me upset. Yeah, because when you are upset, every time you get upset, you're giving her your life. She's controlling you. Yeah. That's how they control you by causing you to become upset. That's why God take the spirit of anger away from you so that when you're going through things, you don't get upset about it. You just wish them well. You fight back, but you wish them well. You got to forgive your mother. Did your boyfriend ever tell you to forgive your mother? Uh, no. He tells me that he tells me I'm like, I'm right for feeling the way I feel about her. Well, you should dump him. <laughs> a man is supposed to lead you the right way. Don't tell you, oh, you're right for hating mama. That's the wrong answer. But even my dad says it's right the way I feel about her. Like Wrong everybody. answer. We do not have a right to judge anybody. Judgment is playing God. And when you judge, it's going to come back on you. Well, what about when you call it Obama come, the fallen Messiah? Isn't that kind of judging? I don't hate him for being the fallen Messiah. But that's judging. No. Judgment is hating. What about when you call them the children of the lie? Isn't that judging? No. I just told you, you can, somebody said observation. You're absolutely right. I'm seeing what happened, but not hating what happened. You I'm, know, I'm not be, saying hating, but it is, it's discerning. You don't know anything about discerning. You just told her. I, I heart discerning. You just told her, she can, oh, you're right for hating it's, your mama. It's assessment. Ain't no assessment. I have a question. What should she do when her mom tries to manipulate her into like having lunch with her so she can like suck her in? Don't have lunch. What should she say? How should no, she I'm handle that? No, I'm not having lunch. You're just trying to suck me in. I say that. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> say it, but don't hate. Well, I say that, but then she says like crazy things like, "Oh, well, I'm still. You're still getting served. Like you're gonna, you're gonna lose your house. Like you're gonna be on the streets." Like, See there? To me. Yeah, she don't have lunch. You could get another house. House is not everything. Right? No, you try to ignore me her. In. Like when her and my grandma try to call me, do I just ignore them? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. You are at war with them. You don't need to be yeah, friendly with the war. enemy. Just don't hate the enemy. So just love them, but ignore them. Yes. Unless they're ready to say, you know what, Rachel, we were wrong. No, they're I'm not doing sorry. That. We're dropping this. We should have yeah. never done that. Yeah. If they don't ever tell you that, forget about them. No lunch. <laughs> and call, no what about conversation? What if when they show up at my house? Because my grandma shows up. Call the police. <laughs> Hello, is this 911? <laughs> my grandma is at my door. <laughs> Arrested me. Come and get her. Call the police. Okay, that's what the I talked to the police and they said to do that. Yeah, you're supposed to. You understand? You're supposed to fight back. Just don't hate. Then greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You cannot hate your enemy. You cannot hate, folks. I'm telling you, the secret is don't hate. You must forgive so that God can forgive you. He'll draw you back in to Him. And your whole life will change. The real uh, life will come for. Well, how, so how do I forgive them? Do I just say to them, I forgive you? or No, well, right now, you get to know yourself. 
And you see that you've done things that you wish you had not done. And it wasn't you. Something else caused you to do it, right? And just realize that about them. They are acting crazy, but they can't help it. Something has made a home in them that's not them, and it's driving them, and they can't help it. But you got to get to see yourself first in order for that to happen. Yeah. And then you will see how to forgive them, if you should approach them or not. All right? Okay. But just work on yeah. yourself right now. And dump your boyfriend. <laughs> Thank you. He's not giving you good advice. I, did, I told her all the same stuff you just said. That's not what she said. <laughs> no, he he's told me he told me just to like ignore them and stuff. Right, but it's not right. It's not right what you feel though. But even my dad said it's right how it because your dad it, is wrong. Beta. I, <laughs> no, he's Beta not. Beta. I always, the first thing I tell people when counseling or on the radio, you must forgive, don't hate. Really, that's the secret. Don't hate. And then perfect love will come forth, and your life is amazing. It really, and the beauty about not hating, you're now loving your father, you love your mother, you love your friends, you love everybody. But it's not mama's love. It's not an emotional love. It's not up and down. And then you still fight your battles. And God is with you, and he will help you fight your battles. He will fight them for you. He really will. But you got to drop the hate. They can't help it. What about the pain of losing a mother and a grandmother and just the sadness of that? There is no pain. Once you overcome that hatred, there is no pain about losing mama or daddy. You can throw them from the train. Remember that movie, Throw Mama from the Train? <laughs> when my parents inspired... I, I thought I was going to feel all out of it because when my grandmother inspired, I went through a hard time. I was in a fallen state, right? But when my father and mother inspired, I felt nothing about it. Zero about it. Because I had no hatred for them. I had worked all the issues. I was, I had become the, like the daddy to them, really. So when they died, I had no hatred because I didn't have, I didn't have any guilt. People who cry and carry on at funerals are doing it out of guilt. They're not doing it out of love. That's, you remember God said, oh, Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead? They're like, oh, come on, Jesus, come on to the funeral. He's like, no, I ain't going to a funeral. I got some more. I'm trying to help the lie. Let the dead bury the dead. It's all this fallen state crap that we're caught up in. That's why you have to overcome it, really. The world way is the wrong way. So when you're in the world, keep the laws of the world, because if you break their laws, they will crucify you. But the real law is in your heart. Don't break the law of the land, but live by the laws of your heart. The truth is in your heart. Live by those laws. You wouldn't break the law of the land, and that way the children of the lie can't destroy you. That makes sense? Because children of God don't break the law. If the law is unjust, you try to change the law, but you don't go and break the law. Because you live by the laws of your heart. It's such a perfect way to live. It really is. It's such a perfect way, and it's so easy to do it. The hardest thing that you will ever have to do in life is to go and deal with mama. It's like trying to deal with Hitler. (laughs) Really. Dealing with mama is like trying to deal with Hitler, but it's the last time you will have a tough time dealing with anybody or anything. I hear grown military men 
who run an army, they can't deal with mama. They be like, wow, this is weird. I run a military. I fought Hussein Obama. Not Obama. <laughs> what Hussein name? Saddam Hussein, whatever, right? <laughs> they stood up against Saddam Hussein, but they can't stand up against mama. Isn't that amazing? Because they have her spirit. They have her identity. They become one with her. And whomever identity you have, that's who must control you. You got to forgive mama, overcome mama. Isn't that amazing? So let me do this. I got to move real fast. So many people want to get involved. Anything else, Rachel? No, just just sad. I'm just sad over it. But Don't be it. sad. This is good because now you're seeing reality. You see that all along it's been fake love. It was never real love. That's how I feel. Yeah, it was always. The reason families are just destroying one another is always fake love. You're not allowed to be wrong. You're not allowed to disagree. You're not allowed to be you. The moment you become you, you see that it's never been real love anyway. That's why relationships don't last. It's not real love. It's fake love. Isn't that amazing? So, really quick, so basically just ignore them? Yeah. No lunch. (laughs) They want phone calls. They want lunch. They want dinner. They want anything. They have to get their own food. (laughs) Don't eat with them. Why you want to eat with the children of Satan and they hate you? Unless they want to come and truly apologize for being wrong and drop the whole situation, there's no reason to eat with them. And don't let the mama tell you, I'm your mama. I'm, I'm treating you like hell, but I'm your mama. And you still have to love me. No, you don't. That's a lie. I see that all the time. The mother be treating the kids like hell. And then if the kids stand up, don't talk back to me. I'm your mama. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> My mama treat me like Hitler. And, and you don't think I'm going to speak up? She, that's, a, that's another way to control you. You speak up for yourself. Just don't hate. Thank right? you. No lunch, Rachel. Okay. I'm going to take the young man in the white shirt. Oh, no, the young lady in black with the flower in the head. And then the white shirt. And then here. And I think so. Here. Okay. Anything that you want to talk about, folks, get it off your chest today. Okay. Okay. Hello, Josie and everyone out there. So I, just to kind of add to the, your point of resistance, I was allowing myself to have a bad week last week, but I stuck with the silent prayer, right? And before I wasn't able to do it, and now it's like my body and mind are kind of like becoming a bit more in sync to work yes. on that. Yeah. Because I, um, I have a friend at work who's technically homeless, and I guess I got a bit of a savior complex because I was going to find a way to fix his um, chipped tooth. And on the day of, he, like, wasn't able to do it. And I was, like, really upset. And I started having all these thoughts, like, why would he do that? And then I realized, well, it's not my place to help this person. Like, he can literally just suffer, right, if he yeah. fell through. let and him suffer. also another thing that had been, like, kind of... You can I, say suffer and die. Well, I see, him, I, I see him later today at work, so I'll let him know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, when I told you last week that I broke up with my ex and um, realizing that it wasn't, like... You know, like a, it was a loveless relationship the whole time. Yes. Uh, he'd kept calling me and texting me, and he came to visit me for the third time at work last Wednesday, and I just ignored him. I kept, you know, doing my thing, and 
he asked me, he's like, how do you feel without me in your life? And I, I looked at him and like, I really looked at him and he really looked at me, right? Without all the clown makeup I usually wear. Yeah. And I said, I, I don't feel anything. Right and then on. he's like, good night. <laughs> so I really hope that's the end of that because I, I was actually starting to become like really scared because it's like you could know someone for a really short period of time and know what they're all about. And then you could know somebody for you know a decade and you don't know what they're capable of. So the last thing I wanted to do was like to piss him off because I thought he might like beat me up or something. Are you a millennial? Yeah. See? Yep. Cut word again. Okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. So what's going to happen when you don't hate people? You, you're overcoming all of the unrighteousness that we pick up in that fallen state. And so when you didn't overreact to him in that very moment, you're being made perfect. Yeah, better. and he hasn't contacted me since, so I, yeah. I think that's yeah. it. So it just gets better and better and better. That's why I say put up no resistance, don't hate. Speak up, but don't resent. And stay with the prayer, you're on your way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely amazing. Thank that's you. amazing. you come a long way in a short time. Yeah, and I'm actually trying to... Uh, switch out the bull ring because now I can like start to see myself and I realize it's a bit big for my face yes it's still it's not coming out there's going to be a you know just something a bit smaller and dainty and hopefully uh, you'll Eventually, like it you, you're not going to want the small one either oh. remember I told you where the ring <laughs> is coming off oh no you'll Baby get rid steps. of it <laughs> what's so nice about this when you stop hating by forgiving going and forgiving your mind and soul is being renewed and you don't know that it's being renewed until you have to deal with a situation. And you realize, wow, that doesn't bother me anymore. When did that happen? And so God is changing your heart. He's changing the mind. We need brand new hearts when we come out of that fallen state of hatred. So he's putting you back to yourself. You're becoming you. So put in a small ring. And after, and <laughs> I'll smoke on it, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> smoke on it, and eventually that one will go away. Okay. Right. Yes, sir. Right next to you, yeah. Um, I kind of just wanted to hear, like, your uh, your opinion towards, like, zodiac signs. Because uh, uh, a lot of zodiac signs, uh, a lot of people are, like, really into that because of how accurate it be towards people who are born in this month or day right. or whatever. Uh, why is that so? Zodiac signs are so easy to read because in that fallen state, everybody is up and down. They're friendly. They're not. They have certain fears. Others don't. So if you pay attention to people, you can tell. And it's not a zodiac sign. It's really just reading the personality of a person in that fallen state. People are all the same in that fallen state. And so they put zodiac signs on it to make money. You think so? Yeah. It's just to make money. Mm. But if you pay attention. I don't believe in it. When I was in that fallen state, of course. (laughs) (laughs) When I was in that fallen state, I'm a Gemini, right? And and so I had this personality where I'm nice and then I'm mean. I'm up and then I'm down, right? And somebody told me that, oh, that's a Gemini. I'm like, oh, that explains it, right? <laughs> but when I overcame that, I'm, I'm just one personality now. And I'm not up and down. So it was really being separated from God. And Satan was my daddy. And so moody people are sons and daughters of Satan. So it's not hard to read that and just tell you anything. In that fallen state, they can sell you ice cream down in Alabama. They can tell you anything and you'll believe it. Because they cater to the ego. They make you feel good. And then they make you feel bad. And they got you. That's all it is. And uh, one more thing. Um, 
The Bible kind of speaks about like everybody being sons of God, and there's like a your body what being uh, sons of God. Yes, like we're all sons of God, right? And there's like a new age, a new age teaching about everybody, like everybody is their own God. Um, is their own God? Yeah, there's yeah. like a thing going on with like everybody believing that we are our own gods, but. Right. Does that come from like uh, ego and like pride? Because everybody just wants to like feel superior in their everybody own way. Everybody right? want to be God in that fallen state. That's why they can't admit that they're wrong. Because gods cannot admit that they're wrong. That's why they judge one another because they feel like God. I'm better than you. You know. That's why they have people who are angry at like the blacks think the whites think that there are angry whites who think that they are better than blacks, and there are angry blacks who think that they are better than whites. There are blacks who think that Jesus is black, and there are whites who think Jesus is white. Because you're in the fallen state, you got to compare yourself to others. And you got to put yourself above others in order to feel better about yourself. True. And you're not allowed to. If you want to survive in that fallen state, you don't let yourself face reality. It's just a Satan game. Mm. We're all the same, to be honest. Until we are born again, we must be born again. But the movie stars and everybody else are no different than you. Stop worshiping them. They make you worship them, and then they use you. Yeah, because Oprah kind of like pushes like this little teaching about Christ's uh, consciousness. Yeah. And how we can become like God. And look how crazy Oprah is. Yeah. Yeah, the nutty as a fruitcake. <laughs> and look how rich she got off being, oh, you could be like this. Oprah accepts everything that's wrong. All the people that's wrong in her camp, but those that are right, she hate them. You have to love all people. All right? Right, man. Uh, yes, Reggie. And then James, and then this young lady. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I can tell you. Let me just ask real fast. You hold on to the mic, Reggie. This your first time here? This is my first time here. Oh, what's your name? First name. Crystal. Crystal? This is my mother. That's your mother? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and hi, mother. Hi. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> did uh, did you forgive your mother for screwing you up? Yes. Oh, you went to her? A long her? time ago. I'm sorry? A long time ago. Did you go to her? Yes, and she knows. You, and you said, what did you say? Lots of tears <laughs> and lots of hugs. I'm sorry? Lots of tears and lots of hugs. A lot but of yes. tears? She cried or you cried? Uh, I think we both did, yeah. And why did you cry, the mother? Because I knew it was true. Let her have a microphone. I'm sorry? Because I knew it was true. Um, a person is not perfect, and we all make mistakes, and we hurt our, our children. Yeah. Uh, not knowing. But when you come to the Word of God, the God points you and tells you what you're doing wrong. And that gives you the courage to go to the children and say, I'm sorry. Forgive right me for what I have done. That's amazing. Were you surprised she accepted it so well? I was not surprised. You were not surprised? No. And you forgave her? I don't, yes. Definitely. And how about your father? Did you forgive him too? Um, I, I'm. No. I did, and then. That's a no. That's a, no, it's a no. No, you're right. No, it's a. It's when a somebody look up. It's a, a, I'm working on it. Yeah. When they pause and go, uh, uh, either they are lying or they're not going to say. Why haven't you forgiven your father? Uh, it's a work in progress. What does that mean? That means that um, we, uh, I originally did go to him. We went to each other. There was what I thought breakthrough. Right. Right. Um, he was very sincere about him, and I was sincere. 
We, we did the same thing. Speak a little louder for me. We did the same thing. Uh, I asked for forgiveness. He asked for forgiveness. I thought there was breakthrough. Right. But it's just a cycle with him. Later on, I, uh, later on, I received a text, and he just, you know, pretty much said, I'm like the worst enemy he's ever had. Worse than his worst enemy. Like, all these, just a bunch of trash. So, What did he do to you? What did he do? Uh-huh. Other than not being that, there? <laughs> that made you resent him. What did he do to you? Originally? Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't there. He wasn't there? He wasn't there, and he still expected from me. Oh. Like if he raised me or something. But why wasn't he there? Uh-huh. <laughs> nah. I had to consult. <laughs> why wasn't he there? Uh, he, being honest, he, um, I hope he doesn't watch this. Huh? The what? I hope he doesn't watch this, but he is a drug addict. He's a drug addict? Yeah. And so what did so, that have? Why would that make you hate him? Why would you... I don't child, hate him because of that. I hate him because... I, I don't hate him. Sorry. But beforehand, before you went to forgive him, why were you mad about that? Because of his anger towards me, his as expectations. A kid, as a kid, he didn't show anger toward you, you said. He didn't do anything. No, no. Right. Only so, until I had something to offer, then he started demanding. Right. And I actually, I, I mean, there's more to say, but. Right. So as a kid, your father, you were mad at your father. Not as a child. I didn't know anything. When did you realize you were angry at him? As at an age. Once he started showing his true colors. To you? To me. And what made him show his true colors to you? I, that, that he would, only he would know. I don't know. Uh, see, rather, of, rather than accusing him, mm-hmm. you should go find out what happened. Because fathers love their children, and when they leave the mother, they're not leaving the children, they're leaving the mother. They can't, the mother and father can't deal with one another, and so they're leaving the mother, they're not leaving the children. And if the mother didn't hate the father, she would tell the kids, first of all, she wouldn't hate him either, because she would understand, and then she would tell the kids, your father loved you. Oh, she did, and she, she was great with that. So why did you get mad then? Because of the, what he showed me, who he was. Oh. Yeah. No, he As a teenager, he showed you something else? Not at first. When did he show you something else? Um, Once I started, oh, once he wanted to stay in this country and he needed me to witness, Uh um, things started changing. Like I would ask, okay, so what's the process? Something like snapped in him and he started getting angry saying that I didn't love him and if I have to ask certain questions and that means I don't love him and I yeah. just was blown away. Didn't under- what That's how I felt. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. It's what it was. Yeah. And I just was blown away and I was and I thank God for not allowing me to know right. him before. Me too. I'm that happy time. you didn't. Are you a Christian? Yes, I am. You are. You still have to forgive him. I I, I know. I know. He can't help it. You know how yes. something else is driving him. Yeah. And unless you truly forgive him, you would never know God. You always have that void, that emptiness. You don't have to go along with him. You don't have to agree with what he's doing, but don't hate him for it. You have to forgive him so that God can forgive you and give you perfect peace. Because unless you love your earthly father, it's impossible to love God. You can go to church. You can read the Bible. You can hoobahala. You can give tithing offering. You can sing in the choir. You can buck dance up and down the aisle. 
But unless you love your earthly father, you don't love God. Because how can you love God you've never seen and hate your earthly father who you've seen? Amen. Yeah. That makes sense? That does make sense. So you got to just forgive him if he can't help it. I know. That doesn't mean you got to hang out with him. Right. That's, yeah. Don't right. give it to all these wrong requests that he asks of you, but don't hate him. Yeah. Forgive him. He can't help it. Mm-hmm. He literally can't help it. You need to be born again. Yeah. That makes sense? Yes. So will you do that? I will, I will definitely. Have your mother forgiven your father? Yes. yes. Yeah, how, she has. How do you know your mother has? Because she's never stated what you said fallen parents have stated to their children. Yeah. To hate them. To, she's never said that. She always wanted me to respect him. She always told me to love him. She always told me to forgive him. And I always did. It's just this last, this was like the last straw. Like, yeah, but give your father. No matter, it doesn't matter how he acts, yeah. whether he accepted or not, whether he said, well, you don't love me, you didn't get me a car back to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> you see, a lot don't hate him. He can't help it, really. Yeah. There's not one thing that can happen to you on earth that you should be hating for. Don't hate anyone for anything. You speak up, you take action if you need to, but don't hate. Do not hate. That makes sense? Did you forgive your boyfriend? Yes. You told him? About. That you forgave him? Yeah. You a, told your boyfriend, I'm sorry for I don't, I don't have a boyfriend right now, but yeah, the ones that I've had, yes. Oh, you broke up with him? Yeah. Why? A long time ago. He wasn't it. He, he wasn't what? Immature. Beta. Oh, okay. All that. All right. Well, so. don't date. <laughs> Seek first the kingdom of God and he'll add a good man unto you. He really will. You'll look up, look up one day and the perfect man is in your life. You would date for seven years. Then you get married. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> then you get married and you have a truckload of babies. But you'll be together to death do your part. Yes. That's how it works. But don't, don't look for a man. Seek the kingdom within. All right. So did you forgive her husband? I mean your husband? Yes, I have. Did you tell him? Oh, there yes, I have. Oh, good. Yeah. Right on. We did have a talk, but I just chose not to talk to him anymore. Right. Yeah, you don't have to hang out with him. Just don't hate him, especially if he's on drugs and all that. Did you say drugs? Yeah. yeah. No. Heavy. Yeah. No, stay away from that. Yeah. All right. Any questions for me? Any disagreement? No. <laughs> no? All right. I want to talk to the young man. Oh, Reggie. Let me take Reggie. The young man. Is this your first time here? Yeah. What's your first name? Achilleon. You can turn the mic for me. Achilleon. How did you hear about us? Uh, I was watching your, the YouTube videos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Any questions for me? Nah, just listen. Did you forgive your mother? Not yet. Why not? I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I'm sorry? I don't know. I'm not. How old are you? 19. Are you afraid to? No. Why haven't you gone and forgiven her for the mistake she made with you? I don't know. I just don't be thinking about it. I, you will once you go out and start. Are you dating? Nah. About this, once you start dating, you'll think about it. Because <laughs> every woman you get involved with will be mama. Uh-huh. You'll become the boy and she'll become the mama. So you, are you still living with her? Yeah. Oh. You need to forgive her. I recommend you forgive her. Mm. She couldn't help herself. She meant well. So you can overcome her. Where's your father? Uh, I don't know where he's at. Do you know him? Yeah, I know. And why don't you have a relationship with him? I don't know. I I tried, but like every time I talked to him, he wouldn't like come around or anything. Does he live in LA? 
I think he lives in Vegas. Oh, okay. You want to get to know him? Nah. You want to get to know him? No. You don't love him? I do. But why don't you want to know him? I just don't feel like uh, really a need to. Oh, you will. You need to love your father. Otherwise, life's going to be hard out there for you. you I don't don't have, like, any hatred towards him or anything. You need to tell him that. Mm. Call him up and say, hey, I want you to know I don't hate you. I love you. All right? He'll be glad to hear that. Mm. All right? Yeah. Any questions for me? Nah. I'm glad you came, man. Thank you. All right. I appreciate it. Yes. Amazing. So, my mother, as you know, has been associated with Bond for years. Yeah. So, back some time ago, she revealed that she came to me first and said, hey, I'm sorry for screwing you up. And and I listened, but I wasn't there to connect with her to share how I really felt. When I came out of the fallen state recently, right. And I told her, she went off, screaming and yelling. She's probably listening because she lives up north. She's probably streaming the video <laughs> right now. And she just went off. Uh, <clears throat> when I was a teenager, she used to have this scream, very distinct scream, and she went back to that. And it was like, whoa. I said, Mom, I still love you, and but I'm going to have to let you go. And... Uh, couple of days went by. She called me back like nothing happened. Hey, I want to ask you a question about so-and-so. I said, Mom, we still haven't addressed the situation on how you felt yeah. and why you reacted the way you did. And so I, I, as I try to put her, hone her back to it, she said, you know, I've told you. I've talked to you about it. I wrote you letters. And, you know, I said, well, you got it off your chest. But do you want to hear from me? Went back to the yelling and screaming. So, yeah. very interesting, but I felt better as a result of it. Of course. Because the beauty about life is that the other person uh, does not have to admit that they are wrong. They can stay that way. I don't care if it's a parent or a friend or whatever. They can stay that way. It's just that you would go free. And it's just that simple. You forgive her, and if what she's doing, if she's doing what you said, just wish her well. Don't be mad at her about it. Realize she can't help it and go your way. That's all it takes. Because some people, I notice that some people don't deal with conflict. And when you see them, they act like nothing happened. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Right? Pot is just nice. <laughs> Pot just makes you feel good. That's what this politician said. She's in support of pot. And they're like, well, why are you in support of pot? It just makes you feel good. Go, 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 go. <laughs> but uh, uh, I was talking to her. So just wish her well, but go on with your life. And one day she may change and call you up and apologize. And it, it will be real. But if not, you would not have missed out on anything but hell. So don't hold it against her. But you don't have to hang out. I want to show you how tricky uh, Satan is. And then I, I think I saw your hand, right? Um, uh, I was talking to this lady uh, yesterday or maybe Friday and this lady got a, a job, a new job and she's working with a lot of other women and for about a month she was like, I really like this job. I love this job. It's really good. I'm dealing with people. I like it. I love what I'm getting paid. It's really nice. She was real happy 
And then Satan realized, you know what? This lady is too happy. <laughs> I don't like this. And Satan told the boss to go and ask the lady in private. On ask the lady, did you tell anybody how much money you make? And she said, no, I didn't tell anyone. And she and he said to the lady, don't tell anyone how much money you make, right? And oh, by the way, when uh, next time it's time for a race. You might not get as much money as you think you're going to get. Much of a race as you think you're going to get, right? But don't tell anybody about uh, how much money you make. And the lady said, okay. Now the lady, Satan told the lady, you know what? They're making more money than you. He's just playing a game on you. He doesn't want you to know that you're making less than everybody else doing the same job. And now that's playing on her mind and dry, almost until we had the conversation. It almost drove her nuts. And, and, and the reason I bring that up, I want you to know Satan will lose any little thing to cause you to judge, to cause you to be angry. And he'll play on your mind. If you believe one thing that he says, he can make you believe a second one. And a third one, and a fourth one, and then you find yourself messing up your own life, destroying your own self. So whatever he brings to your mind, don't believe it. Don't believe anything, right? Because a little simple thing like that, the boss is right. You shouldn't be telling other employees how much you make anyway. You know whether you make more or less, because it just bring on confusion at the job site. Um, but. Satan used that to try to make this person unhappy on the job. So just be aware that he'll get involved with anything. He really will. No matter what. He'll tell you to love your cat. And you'll be licking the cat in the mouth. <laughs> he'll say, love your dog. And you'll be kissing the dog in the mouth. And let the dog, you think everybody else think he's cute? And the dog just finished cleaning his butt with the tongue, with the mouth that you licked the dog with. Anybody ever done that? You want to admit it now? <laughs> you done that? Yeah. Oh. Did, did you know that after the dog used the bathroom, the dog turned the head around? I was fully aware of all that. And then turned back around to you and kissed you all over the face. I was fully aware of that, but I, I thought I, I, I bite into I, I was sold into the lie that. Dogs are cleaner than us. So. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Dog even eat human being species stuff if yeah. they find it on the road. If they're walking down, you took a, a drop on the grass, the dog will eat it up and then go to you and start kissing you. Animals are not cleaner than people. Yeah, I, I... It's amazing what we can believe in that fallen state, huh? <laughs> How did someone convince you that a dog eating its own vomit is cleaner than you? I was in a fallen state. Yeah. <laughs> um. You look like you've been licked by dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. I, I want to start by saying happy late birthday to James. And I bet you went and kissed your wife right after <laughs> no, the not, I'm not married, but oh. whatever. <laughs> did you wash your face? I did. No, at that time, no. I'll be honest. I did. Uh -huh. Yeah. And you got on the airplane, right? No. With a wet dog face. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm, I'm um, yeah. Happy late birthday to James. Yes, I heard sir. It earlier. Um, and I have a story to answer your biblical question. What was it? 
what is worse, verbal abuse or, or physical abuse? Yes. Which is worse? At this point in my life, I want to say physical abuse. Why? Because yesterday I had gone out with some coworkers for a, one of them was having a going away party, and we went to a brewery in downtown. And everyone at my job is very like left and liberals, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go into enemy territory just just to mingle and you know feel what they're about. And when I'm talking to people, socializing, hey, what's up, yada yada yada. And one of them tells me, hey, listen to this song. So I listened to the song. Oh, that was pretty cool. And the person tells me, did you know that she's trans? And that was like, I told the person, was that necessary? Like, did you have to tell me that? Like, I don't care about that. Right. But they know my political views and they know my beliefs. So I, I took that as them intimidating me and starting to push my buttons. So we started talking about everything about the political stuff and it's a lot of stuff that you say. And by the end of the night, I had two guys on me and a girl getting in my face you can't be saying that you can't talk to women like that and i'm like what am i saying that's like so offensive to you like i'm just telling you the way things are and the whole time what they were saying wasn't getting to me i was more worried like i'm gonna get jumped you know yeah. i'm gonna like get physically hurt so the whole time i was aware of like where the exits are where the nearest weapon was at just to be on the safe <laughs> side you know? grab a bottle or something Amazing. like that so my question is, yeah, or my answer is physical abuse. Oh, okay. Because words don't get to me. It's just they oh, okay. right off me. Amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll, I'll get to that in one minute. We're going to be in here. The young man in, right here, the short parent, this is your first time here? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, good. Take the mic for me. What's your name? I'm David. How you doing, David? I am Goliath. <laughs> no. I've been waiting to meet you. Oh, uh, good, man. I've been glad watching to meet you for a couple of years on YouTube. Oh, cool. How, any question for me, David? Uh, I'm a little more shy. I don't know. Uh, I, I guess I want to thank you for kind of uh, helping me like know about like addressing anger. I've had a lot of that like uh, seated in my life. Yeah, you know, from some uh, just really the the, up, the the upbringings. You know, I've had like. It's just been a little tough, but addressing it to know that, you know, to, to forget, you know, to be forgiven, you have to forgive yeah. the cycle of it. And, yeah, that's, I don't know. There's a lot of things I would say, but. It's, Did you go and forgive? It, it, it's complicated. It's, I, I have many times, but it's kind of like uh, the lady over there. She, you know, there's a cycle of it where you, you have to walk away to some degree, I feel like. You know, like, I, I've yeah. completely forgiven, like, but there's that, uh. You know, you just you, it comes your way again and again. You know, and then there's mental diseases that follow that attribute to the regression of it. You know, where I don't understand. I'm black and slow. Like dementia or Alzheimer's and things like that can bring upon like episodes with people that you're familiar with in your life. Okay, you know, family so you went and stuff. So enough time has elapsed that it just seems to be a really bad situation of nothing ever getting fixed so you went and forgave your mother uh let me know yeah i mean there's not she's been a support she's been a supporter you know of, of my life so it's hard to really like put it on her for something like that but what do you mean she's been a supporter of your life of the the travels I've been on, you could say, like, you know, any adventure or journey that I've partaken on. She's, she's paid been, for it? No. Never. What do you mean supporting it? Not, like, 
had a societal norm to instituting how I should be, you know, saying this is the direction you need to be on and where you should go. Like, so you know, she's both my parents are heavily devoted Christians. It's just letting somebody kind of find their way. So they've allowed you to grow up and travel and climb mountains and do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And also Bible study, like churches, like I've been going to church my whole life. I'm a Presbyterian and, uh, you know, camps when I was younger, like, you know, it was always in my life. And uh, And so who did you have to forgive? My father is a a tough, tough guy. What did he do to you? Uh, That's just not, I mean, I'm not going to go into it really. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. He did some bad things to you? Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to forgive him? It's just complex, you know? It's just, it's, it's, it's forgiven, but it's, it's, it never ceases. Um, meaning that he continued to be the way he is? Yeah. Oh. No but matter if, what I've, you know, uh, uh, provided or anything that can be done, you know, it just, it, it just goes back into, like, uh, it's like, you know, you carry the sins of your forefathers, you know? That's, I think, what I'm dealing with is, like, his father was really tough on him, and so there's just this, like, panning it out sort of, of like, trying to make it stop. And I guess I'm, like, the whipping post to generations of of something like that. Uh, you know? Are you still living with them? No. Oh. No, and I've, so your father, you forgave your father. You said, hey, I'm sorry for resenting you. I'm wrong for resenting you. You said that to him, right? I'm not those words, but there's been definite uh, exchange of communication of like. You know, Why like, have you said I'm sorry for resenting you? It's, I mean, I don't know. I guess he's just an old Chicago guy that doesn't really. It wouldn't be like a a dialogue that would come about, you know. You don't need a dialogue. Just say, "Hey, I'm sorry for resenting you. I'm wrong," and okay. then go your way. Yeah. And if he doesn't change, that's on him. You can go and live your life. Mm-hmm. But you need to forgive him. The problem is that you hate him. It's not what he did to you that's the problem anymore. It's the fact that you resent him for what he did to you. That's why you're suffering. Mm-hmm. And so God has not forgiven you or can't forgive you until you forgive him. Then he'll draw you back in and you'll be fine. You don't have to hang out with him. And whatever you're doing will not bother you. I think it's just like really deep psychological issues, though. It's not. But it's it doesn't not matter. Right. And nothing too deep. For God. I mean, I live my life. I travel the world. I've, I've been everywhere. Well, you I, still need to forgive your father, and then he'll take all those issues that are inside of you out of you. He'll cleanse you of all that. He'll remove it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you need to forgive your father for hating him. Yeah, I, I have. Trust me. But you didn't I, tell him that. No. I, so you haven't. I'm not... You know, I came to participate. Being on the spot's a little trickier than... You know, I don't want to be, like, completely... Oh, candid. okay. You know, like... Yeah, we're talking private. Yeah. Okay. Any questions for me? No. I'm oh, okay. really glad I'm here. Thanks for having me. All right. Absolutely. Lily, how you doing? Over there. In the straw hat like you're going to the cotton field. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I want to tell you before we end here is that um, when you go and forgive your parents, whether it's the father or the mother... Do not let them draw you back in. Because once they draw you back in, they got you. And they'll build an army against you. I was talking to, oh, someone underrated, I think. And they went and forgave, but the mother went 
and turn the rest of the family against that one person. Oh, he he talked to me that way. He's mean. He's this, he's that. And made that person look like the bad person. And so the whole family kind of started turning against that person. And uh, uh, I think he said on the radio, he caved in. He gave in. Now he's right back in the same old hole. Do not let them draw you back in. Until they admit that they're wrong, you're right, I'm wrong, I should have done that, I turned you away from your father, or I did this. Do not associate with them. Because they will draw you back in and have you licking boots again. And then you'll be unhappy with yourself because you're not in control of yourself. So with the tears, if they cry, let them cry. If they yell, let them yell. If they whatever, if they lay down and die, they say, oh, mama died. I wonder if she had any insurance. And then find the insurance in the kitchen drawer. Go and sell the policy. Get your money. Don't tell your sister brother she had money. (laughs) Have a cheap funeral and go buy yourself a house. (laughs) Buy a little, uh, uh, they have these little uh, wood boxes at the funeral home. And those those boxes are attractive. Don't. Don't get those boxes that have these fluffy sheets on the inside. You see those pretty ones, right? That's just to take your money. Really. I did a funeral for someone. One of the bond guys had an uh, aneurysm and died. And so I, had, I was in charge of putting the funeral together. So I went to the funeral home, and the first thing they showed me are these big old beautiful boxes, you know, with the white plush kind of thing in them. And they offer you all these flowers and they, and they offer you all this stuff. I'm like, I don't want all this stuff. This stuff costs too much money, right? It was like up into thousands of dollars. But when I said, well, I don't want all that. I just want a little box to put him in. We're going to have a little funeral. Because once you put that box in the ground, it's over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they showed me the cheapest little box they had. And uh, I, I think I ordered one or two flowers, no gloves. Because we can carry the box without the gloves. Did you know you pay for those white gloves? <laughs> you pay for the white gloves. And if they provide, provide the, uh, what do you call those people that carry the cassette? Paul Bears. They charge you for that. I'm like, we got enough men at Bond that can carry this. <laughs> no charge for that. And by the time I got it, and the box was a nice little attractive box, pine wood box. <laughs> by the time they came down to the real price it was like way cheaper than they had originally told me and the guy told me he said you know what if, if it had been a woman you would have bought all this stuff he said women be so emotional about the dead that they'll buy anything they spend thousands of dollars for a stupid funeral but and so I'm saying, well, I'm not a woman. I've overcome that. <laughs> and the funeral went off really nice. Some people brought some flowers, you know, because they were being nice. But it was nice. So, oh, whomever I'm talking to, if they die, let them die. But don't carry on. They take your money at the funeral home. They charge you for unnecessary stuff. But you're emotional. You think, oh, I love mama. I love daddy. And you spend all your money because you're in a fallen state. Does that make sense? Anybody ever seen that? They ripped you off every kind of way in the fallen state. Yes. How are things going? Good. Are you over your anger? Somewhat. 
I'm sorry? Somewhat. Somewhat? What does that mean? I, how, how can you be over anger somewhat? You're either over it or you're not. Yeah, I still see myself thinking and doing things that maybe I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And why not let the anger go? Have you have you not realized that whomever you're angry at cannot help themselves? No, I have. I have. I, I see that very clear. Just that letting go part. I have let go a lot of things. But why not let go of all of it? Because if you have one little bit of iota, a little smidget of anger, Satan is your daddy. Right. Only the impure heart to enter into the kingdom. If you have that much anger. <laughs> because anger is the nature of Satan. It doesn't matter if you go to church or, you know, whatever. If you have one little odor of anger, Satan is your daddy. There's no love in anger. Why not let it go all of it now? I want to. But what's I, holding you back? Life, the things that happen, the people that come across, the situations that happen. But you can deal with those situations in the right way if you let go all the anger. Right. Realize I, that they can't help themselves. I believe you, and I so want that. I'm, Here's I'm what working. I re- I think I know what the problem is. When you run into a situation, don't listen to what Satan says about it. Because he, he's always trying to make, tempt you to anger. That's why when God said, get behind me, Satan, he's always tempting you to anger. So if you be aware of him, when a situation comes, just let it pass. If you don't know what to do about it, relax, and you'll see what to do. But don't judge. Don't listen to the lies. That makes sense? Yes, it does. I guarantee that's what it is. Are you doing a silent prayer? I'm doing it now. I wasn't doing it. I'm doing it now. Suffer and die. That's a, I know you need a beater. <laughs> <laughs> so what? <laughs> yeah, not with a baby coming. <laughs> no, nah, no beater. Were you aware that your wife is not praying? Yes. And, and and did you tell her she needed? Yeah, many times. She just hard headed. Um. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So when she got married, she and the preacher said, "Do you promise to obey it to your husband?" She said, "Yes." You found out she was lying. <laughs> to a certain degree, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how the ladies lie at the wedding. <laughs> Do you promise to obey and love and cherish your husband? Yes. <laughs> and as soon as the husband tried to correct her, I ain't doing, what you talking about? Well, you just told a preacher and God you're going to obey. I was just playing. I just wanted you. <laughs> yeah, Lily, go back to the press, stay with it, and watch those thoughts. I mean, you've overcome your anger. I have not. Well, no wonder. Well, yeah. I mean, part of the problem is what you mentioned is I, I kind of realize that I'm into the thinking thing a little too late. Yeah. But I do realize it. Not that it makes it any better, but right. um, <clears throat> it's just it doesn't happen right when the situation is happening. It always comes later. Yeah. It's like you, you Be realize. Aware of, that's right. Be aware of this in the situation. Right. Instead of arguing and carrying on. Be aware of the thoughts that are coming. Now, if I'm able to do that, then I've overcome my anger. Absolutely. That's the only thing. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's the only well, problem Well, once you left. do it, Lily will follow. That's true. I, I agree with that. 
if you will, then your child will follow and a new baby will follow and you will start a new generation. But you got to do it so that because whatever you are, what your family is going to become. Right. Because you're the image for your family to look at. So, Lily, I take it back. I blame Andre. (laughs) (laughs) I take the blame. Yeah. Because he should be leading the way. It really should. The men should lead the way. Be the example. As Christ is our example. Beta. And the ladies will follow. Beta Bell! <laughs> Did you know I'm doing a Beta Bell James? <laughs> Did you enjoy her? Where's your hair? He black. Okay. I got a Yes, James. Online questions. But let it, Andre, let it go so that they can get better. Because believe me, with your kids coming, you're the light for your kids. And if they don't see that light in the Father, they're going to suffer. Yeah. It should happen right now. Just be aware now and it's done. You're on your way. Really. Yes, eh? Okay. Kanan McGee asks, what does it mean when the sayings go that idle minds are the devil's playground and idle hands are the devil's workshop? I don't know. I think they say that you have to keep busy so that you can avoid the devil. But I say you need to watch so you can avoid the devil. Because to keep it busy, how long can you be busy? You know, you're supposed to watch. Everything should be done in quietness. Watch the watch. Be the observer. And then you'll be fine. Another question. Another super chat. What does Christ mean when he said that the poor will enter the kingdom of heaven but not the rich? Those people who think that they are God. Really. Anyone who has hatred think that they are God, you, you can't enter into the kingdom because it's the nature of Satan. And of course there are people who are into their money and all that kind of stuff. They love their money more than they love what's right. They're not going to, you know, get in. But anyone who has anger cannot enter into the kingdom. Going to, buy, going to church, having Bible classes and all that kind of stuff is not going to get you into the kingdom. It's just going to make you think you know God. But you gotta forgive, folks. It's so, as a young man just said, forgive is just so simple. It's the easiest thing on earth to do. Go ahead. I've heard you say what to a caller what sin is not, but what is sin has been confusing me. What sin actually is. Anger is sin. Judgment. Anger, judgment, hatred is sin. You're playing God by judging yourself and your fellow man. That's the sin. And as a result, you're separated from God. Let's say that this is God. They say he's black. <laughs> they say he's black. So this is a black God. And so as a little kid, you're all one with the Father. You run around, you're happy, no problem. You forgive your parents when they get off. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, child. I, I didn't mean it. Oh, right, no big deal. And then one day, they, they do it. Again, whatever it is, right? When they apologize, they don't really change. They keep doing it over and over. Finally, one day you you get mad. You get mad at the parent for what they're doing, whether it's yelling at you or whatever. The moment you get mad, you're then separated from the black God. <laughs> you're separated, and in that very moment, Satan becomes your daddy. And so now the soul is not connected to the tree of life, the black daddy, the tree of life. And so Satan starts to feed you, and you find yourself overreacting. And the more you overreact, the further you get away from God. 
because you can't help yourself. Satan is your daddy. But the moment you realize, wow, I'm wrong for being angry about what they did to me. I'm wrong. And then you go and apologize. In that very moment, you come back to the black daddy. God. The soul come back. And now you're connected to the tree of life. And he take control of your life and start changing everything about your life. And everything that he does is good. It works out perfectly. That makes sense? That's all to it. Because you can pray until the cows come home and nothing changes. You can bless, bless everybody and nothing changes. Your soul is still connected from the Father. But when you go and forgive, I realize you're wrong, you're playing God for hating. In that very moment, everything starts to change. All right. Uh, is this your first time here? Real fast. How are you? I'm well. <laughs> you listen to the show, huh? I do. <laughs> uh, um, any questions for what's your first name? Uh, Amber. Amber, you live here in L.A.? No. Oh, no. Where are you from? Uh, Arizona. Phoenix really? area, yeah. Amazing. Any questions for me? Um, no, I'm just here listening. No. No, <laughs> no. I I already know. I already know what you're going to say. Every question I have. So you, you already know what I'm yeah. going to say. Well, just mainly about my family and stuff. What about so. him? How old are you? I'm 36. You're 36. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Um, see how you can't believe any thoughts at all. I'm thinking you're a teenager. Yeah, most people do. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so, ask me a question. Okay. That you think you already know what I'm going to say. Well, I mean, I don't know. I want to forgive my parents, but I'm like scared to death. Why? Because I know their reaction. Like, what, would, what would their reaction be? Well, my mom would be okay, I think. Well, not okay. I mean, she'd have a reaction, but my dad is very reactive. And so we went through a long time not talking, and now we're like talking again, and I feel like it's going to make him shut me out again, and I'm just not ready to do that i don't know i just don't want to like stir the waters what did he do to you that caused you to hate him um he was very i don't know he um he wasn't there a lot and he grounded i don't know how to explain it he just wasn't a good dad to me he didn't um raise me up he kind of left it to my mom he was gone a lot in the military and so my military yeah yeah and so kind of left it up to my mom and like when he came back kind of was just the disciplinarian. He wasn't, I don't know. We didn't have a really good relationship. So you're longing for your father? I mean, I guess, I guess so. That's what Why don't you tell him that? I'm, I resented you because you were not there for me, and I'm sorry for holding that against you. I'm wrong. I don't have a right to judge you. I realize now that as an adult, I don't have a right to judge you. I'm sorry. Why not tell him that? I could say that. He just, I just know how he will. I mean, it's probably where I get it from. He's going to take it the wrong way. You don't so. know that. I know. Have you ever said those words to him? No. So I'm how do you know kidding. that's how he's going to respond with those words? I just know in the past, like when I was a kid, maybe teenager, I would question him on some stuff that he, I just like, you know, I don't know, my, my parents had a weird relationship, but he would immediately turn it around on me or how dare I ask him anything about what he's doing. So it's just, I guess I'm just afraid of getting that same. Do you have reaction. a right to judge another person's past? No, I don't. So why are you judging his? I don't know, because he's judging me. I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't judge know. You, you're going to judge him back, right? huh? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe just like a protection. I don't know. I really don't know. It's not a protection because you're not happy like that. Right, yeah. So it's not protecting you. No. Right? Yeah. So you have no right to judge his past. Just because someone drank 
let the dog lick them in the face yesterday doesn't mean that the dog going to lick them in the face today. You know right. what I'm saying? Maybe they realize, oh, I shouldn't be mad at the nasty dog lick me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't do that. Don't judge his past. You're worse than he is because you're judging him. Yeah. Have you thought about that? I have. I have. I mean, it's come across. I know I'm not. I shouldn't. The fact that I'm afraid of him says I'm judging him. Yes. Right? Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Forgive your father. Is this your daughter? Yeah. This is my daughter. Forgive him really fast because if not, you're going to mess up your daughter's life. I know. I don't want to do that. I know that. I absolutely <laughs> yeah. know that. But you got to forgive your father. Yeah. Just say, hey, I'm sorry for I wanted you in my life and I was mad at you about that. I'm wrong for that. I apologize. And okay. leave it alone. And just let him react. Yeah. yeah. If he react, just look at him like you're looking at a movie. He can't help himself. Yeah. But don't expect what he's going to say or do. You don't know what he's going to. That's Satan lying to you to prevent you from doing it. Yeah. He's going to overreact. Remember how he was in the past. Uh, never assume that a person who acted up yesterday is going to be acting up today. People change. Sometimes they realize they're wrong. They change just like that. That's and true. whatever they did before doesn't exist anymore. It's an illusion. All right? Okay. That makes sense? It does. Every, yeah. I mean, it always makes sense, but it's like watching myself do it, I just freak. Like in my mind, I freak out. I freak myself out. So I just well, have to get over that. that to you. Yeah. He, the last thing he wants you to do is to go and forgive because the moment you forgive, he loses control over you. Mm-hmm. And now you have a chance for love for your daughter. That's your husband? Yeah, that's my husband. That's your husband? That's my husband. <laughs> well, uh, did you think that she was an adult when you met her? Absolutely. How? Checked her ID. You better. <laughs> you look so young. Are you black? I'm half black, yeah. Yeah, black don't crack. <laughs> no. Were you Mexican and black? No, uh, my mom's white, my dad's black. Really? Yeah. So any little bit of black don't crack. <laughs> Nah, I'm messing with you. But and for, and the same thing with your mother. Don't ever assume what's going to happen. Yeah. Because it brings on fear and everything because you're judging them, thinking that they're going to act the same way they act be, acted before. And it may not happen. But if it does happen, God will be with you and you'll, you'll be able to deal with it. Let them act any way they want to. You forgive them so God can forgive you. Okay. What do you I'll think do. about that? I'm it makes sense. It totally me. It always makes sense. Like I said, it's just the doing part. So take your husband yeah. with you if you're afraid he'll Maybe. go with you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sounds like an echo. Like telling the same stuff. Oh, so your husband tell you to go and forgive? Yeah. Why do He's, you obey your husband? Why don't I obey? My, that's a very good question. <laughs> did you make a promise during the wedding? I did. Obey? Of See, course. You, I told you they lied. <laughs> So, I try my best. <laughs> so when you guys get married, when they say, yes, I'm going to obey, don't believe it. They say, she lying. <laughs> but you love your husband? Very much, yes. Why not obey him then? He tells you the right thing. That is a great question. I know. I don't know. We go through that, too. I guess that was going to be my other question, but I know you're just going to, why I don't obey my husband. Did I just... <laughs> <laughs> she talks a lot, but she don't actually... Yeah, you got to be a doer. Yeah. Be a doer of the word, just not a talker of it. Right. And that's where life comes. You got to do it. I will, I guess. Take your husband with you. Yeah. You I go think to, I've asked you that. Him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they won't love him after he stand up to Probably them. Probably not. Really no. <laughs> the love will be over. Right. Yeah. yeah. Go love, I mean, go take him with you, but you, I, 
I really want to want, encourage you to forgive because you're going to pass that down to your daughter if you don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't to want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So even for her soul's sake, forgive. Because no matter how much you buy her, what type of school you put her in, whatever, your spirit will corrupt her spirit. Yeah. It, it, because you don't have love. That makes sense? Yes, it does. And I would do it as soon as possible. Okay. Because you already have a child. Yeah. Okay. So did I say what you thought I would say? Yeah. But, <laughs> but I appreciate it. So are you going to do it? Yes, I am going to do it. I have to because I'm yeah. tired of being angry. I am. I think I'm over it and then obviously I'm not. So I right. need to do it. You can't get over it by yourself. God has to take it away from you. It's the spirit that's made a home in you from judging your parents. Yeah. It was wrong what they both have done to you, but the reason you're still suffering is that you're hating them for it. It doesn't mean it made them right. It just makes you wrong for, because you're judging them. Right. You don't have to hang out after that. You don't have to go to dinner or any of that stuff. Just don't hate. Then you start a new generation. You have your own family. Mm-hmm. And your daughter, when she grew up, she'll have perfect love. God will give her the right man, and then they will get married, and their kids will be even better. And they'll just get better and better and better instead of worse. Yeah. That makes sense? It does, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Any questions for me? No, I think that was it. No, that was it. Yeah, I'm just glad to be here. Uh, I'm glad you're here. You called into the show? No, I've done a super chat, but no, I've never called in. Oh, you've done a super chat? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, the day before, it got demonetized. So, yeah, uh, it's kind of funny, but yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> did you meet Joel and James and all those guys? I said hi to Joel on the way in, but no, I haven't yet. How did you know who Joel was? I watch the show every every morning. <laughs> and plus, he black. Oh yeah, he, he black. Yeah. <laughs> James, where's James? Oh, that's James. So hi, James. To, nice to meet you. <laughs> the hate report. Oh, you watch the hate yep. report? Yep. Right now it's on what four days a week now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Five days or six days. Oh. Monday through Friday and Sundays. Right on. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you guys coming from all the way from Arizona. That's yeah. amazing. Wow. Birthday present. Did you have a, somebody here had a question? No, okay. Oh, you, yeah, I thought I saw your hand a while back. And then, Urban, you got the last question. I saw your hand. Yes. Yeah, it's just real quick. When we were talking about um, the girl in the back with her, the issue with her parents, so a couple weeks ago, I went ahead and had the talk with my parents. A little louder so they can hear you. I went and forgave both my parents together. Um, Nothing like at first like it was it went pretty smoothly um especially my mom like she she's you know she's christian so she kind of she understood the concept of it all and why I was doing it and she was really open to it can you guys hear way over there uh, oh, I'll speak up speak so, up beta <laughs> um so yeah no. my mom was open to it and my dad was was relatively open to it too although he was a little bit more reserved um but the interesting thing that happened and, and like I said we we finished off amicably nobody died or anything like that um but the <laughs> interesting died. thing that happened was uh, a couple of days ago my mom called me and uh they're back east so yeah uh she called me and she was like hey i just wanted to you know i just want to say it was nice that you opened up to us and i want to let you know that you can do that anytime but she's like but just do me a favor can you just come to me and not to your dad and i was like Whoa. oh i called it her i called her out on it and i was what like you say, what you say get behind me satan <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 i was like she she was like She's like, no, I was like, I, cause I understand what you're saying, but he's just had some trouble sometimes. I'm like, no, no, no. I ca- as I saw it right away. Well, good, man. Yeah, and it's like... One it, thing about the mama, 
They don't give up trying to yeah. draw you back in. They don't give up. You nailed it. You nailed it. They man. don't give up, folks. And then once you let them back in, uh-huh. can you come to dinner? We having family dinner today. <laughs> little John gonna be here. So, but little John is gay, mom. I know, <laughs> but I don't accept the lifestyle. I know, but you still need to come. Little John gonna be here, and you find yourself going back. And once you go back once, you're hooked again. Right. So be careful. Don't allow them to draw you back in. No, but you, you nailed it. It's imp- it's like I, I was blown away. So we're sh- we're talking on the phone. I was like, "What do you think?" I, I, I called her out. I was like, "What What do you think you're?" Just, I said, "Let's pause for a second. What do you think you're doing right now?" She goes, "No, no. You just gotta. You know, he he he, he takes things a little differently than I would. I get what you're saying. He just doesn't. Uh, he, you know." And I was like, no, "Mom, that's not gonna work." And, yeah, and then she's and then, uh, you know, not the. Blah blah blah. Um, it got to a point where she started crying. I was like, "Oh, here we go." Here we go with the tears. And then she even said this. And then she even if said all this. Fail. She, she you hurt your mama. She even said, "Oh, I could die right now." See? And I was like, <laughs> "Then go with the death." It was like, did you ask where are the interest? No, but it was like Teflon. I was like, Whoosh. it was like doesn't work. Right Sorry. on. And because I saw it, I saw everything that you were saying. She was, it was like a playbook she was playing out. Of. Yes. And I was like, I was blown away by it. It was just like, it was like, no, it's not working. Wow. But she said and it the, all, yeah. And the beauty is, you don't hate her. Now no, you I see don't. what she's doing. No. It doesn't frustrate you. It doesn't make you feel sorry for her. Yeah. It doesn't draw you back in. I was completely, it, it just felt like wind just going right through me or something. It was like yes. going one ear throughout the other. It was like, Nothing's right happening. On, man. And then I let her I let her ride it out and then we finished the phone call nice and peacefully. Um but it was just like yeah, cuz yeah, ordinarily I would be like oh my god, my mom's crying like I would feel horrible. But now it's no. I see it all. It's like I it, it, basically what it did was just kind of cleared the fog out of it and I could see see everything for what it was. Right on. So, god is good, man. Thanks for that. Yeah. You're welcome. And but that's what happens for when you drop the anger, he allows you to see what's going on. And you can't hate, but you can deal. You can now, they can't draw you in with the lies and with the emotions and with the pot and with the this or that. They cannot draw you in once you truly forgive. That's so amazing. That's an amazing story. And that's for men and women because women have to overcome mama too. The women, when you resent your mother, you become your mother. And you end up with men like your father. You end up doing the same thing over and over to your kids, to your husband and everything. You're not yourself. You are your mama. All right? Right on, man. That's a nice story. Last word, Hermes. That's an amazing story. Yeah, it was great. And it gets better and better. Mm-hmm. It really does. Um, is there a way can we connect with God without being still? Without being still? Yeah. Now that I'm aware, that's why he said be still and know. Stop overreacting. Stop hooping and hollering and carrying on and just quoting the Bible and overreacting. You know, just be still, be quiet, and then he'll reveal himself to you. Because everything that we are is within us. And he'll, he'll bring that out of you. Not that I'm aware of. Have you tried other ways? Yeah. You tried other ways? <laughs> it didn't work, huh? Yeah, it doesn't seem to work. And it's not going to work. Right. You got to be still so you can let go. You can see that you're wrong because we can't repair our own lives. We can't do it. Uh, Mark, I know you had your head a long time ago. 
real fast. No, I want to be fair to you. Then we, nobody, don't raise your hand. Just suffer. Yeah. I was just going to say, because you mentioned that if it would have been the other way around, people would have a problem. And people on the left make the argument all the time that Congress is not representative of the country because they're old, rich, white men. Yeah. And it's like totally cool to be like, those people were born with white skin, so they got to go. And if we say that's what you're doing, they're just saying it's not representative. You yeah. Know? We'll even a woman's right to choose. Love is love. And they don't answer the question. They don't uh, like it, address what you're talking about. Right. Amazing. Um, so he's right. Watch out for those buzz words, those words that seduce you. Like people of color, the browns, the black and the browns, all those are seductive words. Racism, race, they say racism so much now, it makes me sick to hear it. It doesn't even have any power. And they say it so much now, it's like, shut up. You find another word. Uh, uh, black and brown. Um, you know how those little words they use? Because as children of God, the one thing he causes us to overcome words. Because we are not supposed to be affected by words. And so my biblical question, which is worse? Physical or verbal abuse, uh, I would say verbal, because that causes you to hate. And once it causes you to hate, it separates you from God. Your body heals. Someone can beat you up. You're going to heal. Your physical body will heal, but your spirit will never heal unless you forgive. All right, so watch out for the buzzwords that they use, all that stuff. Don't fall for it. All right, because they're separating you from God to control you. Don't pay no attention to the black and brown and women. And, and men, tell women the truth. All right? Tell women how the cow ate the cabbage. And if they don't like it, forgive them. Let them hoop and holler and carry on. Just don't hate them. Don't be mad at them. Women want to hear, need to hear the truth as well. They're not special. They treat women like women are somehow special. Women are not special. They're not special. Who thought that they were special? They think they're special. They call themselves queens. <laughs> Who in the world is going to believe that you're a queen as mean as you are? <laughs> you ain't no queen. Queen Satan. <laughs> we are just human beings seeking the right way and we got to love or hate. Nobody is special. Nobody is special. All right? So I'm totally out of time. It's over. Isn't that amazing? Jay, why you raise your hand? Just a quick note. All right. <laughs> we just reached... Behind just, every good black man is a good white man. <laughs> no, man, it's good. We just reached 15,000 subscribers on the Bond or Bill and the Man YouTube channel stream. Right so, on. Yeah. That's amazing. That's worth it. Thank you all very much. Yeah, don't y'all forget to subscribe, like, follow, share, Sunny and all that good stuff. Because they try to stop us. They don't want you waking up. They want you brainwashed, dumbed down, smoking pot, drinking, having sex out of wetlock, demoralized. That's how they control you. They want to give you free stuff so they can control you. They can't control you when you wake up. When you return to the pot, they can't control you. They can't threaten you or anything. They can't divide the races or anything when you wake up. Because you see, it's not about race. 
is about love. Either you're for good or you're for evil. They don't want you to know that. Really, they don't. All right. So thank you for tuning in. I uh, absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget to donate to the nonprofit. Go to rebuildingdemand.com. We have T-shirts and all kind of good stuff there for you. If you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Most of the time you just need one, but some people like to come back, you know, twice. Um, I think that's it. No meetings this month, right? Okay. And uh, thank you for tuning in, folks. I appreciate it. And thank you all as well for coming. That was amazing. So here's...